Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of Navigating the Modern World. I am so happy that you are here and um, I hope that everyone is doing okay in their quarantine situations and that everyone is finding solace or at least finding ways to bring peace into their days during this kind of crazy chaotic time and I'm hoping that I can um, help with that. I'm, I want to offer in today's episode a meditation to begin reflecting on and I'm going to offer in the next podcast an exercise to just deepen, heal, and enhance our relationships. Um, This is a great time to do relationship work because we have extra time, some of us, um, and some of us I feel like actually have less time potentially working and taking care of children and doing all the things. And if this so speaks to you, there is a great opportunity to do personal development work during this time. So I'm really hoping that I can offer that. Um, So today's podcast, we're going to talk about... um, we're going to talk about death and we're going to talk about our mortality and how I believe deeply that part of the discomfort um, that's arising is that really our mortality and our possibility of sickness is really at our forefront right now. And so we're going to talk about later, I'm going to do with the actual meditation later in the call Um And during this beginning part, I want to share a story of what happened whenever I um, started doing this practice. So I've been meditating on death for, hmm, I want to give the most honest answer. I'm trying to think back. I'm going to say probably six years. It probably wasn't until about a year after my divorce that I really realized how my divorce kind of forced me to look at loss in a real way and grief in a real way. And I started kind of exploring death as a part of that, the the eventual um forever loss that we will all go through. And it's one of the things that connects us as human beings. It's one of the things that um, we all have in common is that we are all born in the same way and we will all die. Um, And it's a very vulnerable time to begin looking at that because we're all kind of forced to look at it. We can't avoid it. We're watching death numbers reach, you know, um, as of last night, it's reached over 15,000 deaths worldwide. And we're kind of faced with also just like 
even if we'll get over it, the scary thought of potentially getting the coronavirus and maybe even being hospitalized or something um, of that sort happening. So we're really facing this kind of mortality, facing our own sickness, you know, the the potential of being sick. um, And it brings up a lot of things. And we can see people who are kind of sitting with it, being with it, learning from it. And then we can see the opposite, right? People that it's causing reaction, massive reaction with stress, anxiety, depression, hoarding, um, whatever it is. So I was doing this meditation a few days ago and I was doing it in the lawn because I live up in the Pacific Northwest and it's, you know, it's just now starting to have sunny days again. And um, it was very sunny. So of course, my body is like begging for sunshine. So I go out in the sun and I start doing this meditation and I'm sitting through the meditation. And it's the same meditation that I'll run you through later. And I'm sitting, sitting, and there's a pretty busy road near the farm that I live on. And, um, and sometimes you can like hear things things like semis or, you know, big horns. So I'm sitting in meditation. I'm very peaceful. I'm like meditating on death, mortality, death, mortality, sitting with it, sitting with it. And then all of a sudden the semi lays on its horn, like, you know, like one of those ones that like they, they just hold it for a long time and my eyes are closed and they stay closed. And I noticed my response and my response was very different than I think it usually would be. My response, so the, the horn went on and I heard it and then it stopped. And then my, my first response was, wow, what a beautiful noise. And it shocked me. It, that, that response shocked me. I was like, okay, because usually, you know, I live in such a serene, peaceful place. And usually when noises like that occur, I wouldn't say it's like automatic annoyance, but it is kind of like, come on, dude, what are you doing? You know? And in this moment, I was like, wow, what a beautiful noise. And then my next thought was, wow, like if I was really connected to that, I could die at any moment. If I was really actually connected to that truth, that reality for all of us that we kind of all ignore, then I, it was like, I filled with gratitude for being, being able to hear that noise one last time. Like it was like the noise um, transmuted into this beautiful song for me. And it became this like, wow, oh my goodness, like I get to hear this sound. And then other things started flooding in. Like, like if I was really connected to that, I could die at any moment. I also would welcome challenge. I would be so grateful that I get to experience this challenge one more time before I died. And I would be so excited to have one more fight with my partner or my friend one more time. And I was so overcome with gratitude for the hard things. I was so overcome with gratitude for even the coronavirus and how I'm getting to experience this in history. And that if this was my last few moments of being alive, how I would be filled to the brim with gratitude for whatever came my way because I was still alive and still able to experience it. And it was profound. It sent me into this, it like entered into my body, actual deep gratitude. And if you think about gratitude, gratitude is one of those few things that can only occur in the present moment. Um, 
And it's like, especially gratitude of like, if you ask yourself, okay, what am I grateful for right now? It puts you right in the present moment. Whereas fear is always happening either in future thinking or past rehashing. Like fear doesn't occur in the present moment. It occurs in the fear, you know, the acronym, which I'm going to keep repeating over the next few weeks. Fear Fear is the acronym of future event appearing real, right? So we're like either future thinking of like, oh, no, I'm going to get the coronavirus and something bad's going to happen. Or, oh, no, I'm, you know, I may not see my children again. Or, oh, no, like, right, future, future, future. Or, you know, fear that the past will repeat itself. So I was just overcome by this gratitude. And I really realized that if we actually had connection to our mortality and how our mortality could come at any moment, which the coronavirus is kind of facing us with. It's putting it right in front of our face. We can't ignore it right now. And with that, there comes great gifts. Um, In Buddhism, they say that if you actually face your morality, if you actually sit with death, death often, that you will change how you live today. And in that moment, I fully felt that. I felt and experienced that truth where I had gratitude for this horn honking instead of like disdain or frustration or annoyance that somebody's laying on their horn. I was genuinely grateful to hear that sound. Um, And I've also heard this with parents who've experienced, you know, children who have passed. Like um, I read this story of, this, you know, family and they, their, their young child died of cancer. And when the child was alive, one of the most annoying things about the child is that the child would just go to their screen door and like slam it open, shut, open, shut, open, shut, open, shut, open, shut, you know, like just slam the door, slam the door. And they would constantly be like, stop doing that. Stop doing it. Stop slamming the door. Stop slamming the door. And then when their child passed, sometimes the mom would just go over and slam the door a few times. Because she missed that. And when we're alive and we're well, we we get so annoyed with little things. We get so bothered by little things. But if we were more in tune with that, this might be the last time we experience this, I think we would experience it differently. So let's go ahead and go into the meditation. Let's meditate together. So wherever you are, go ahead and find a spot Um, to ground your feet. So if you're sitting in a chair, really feel the earth below you. If you're sitting on a bed um, or something, you know, feel the earth making contact with the bed. If you're driving, feel the contact of your foot on the pedal or in your shoes. And if if it is a right time for you, go ahead and let your eyes shut down or find a gaze in front of you. If you're driving or something, just let my voice guide you. Please don't close your eyes. (laughs) And maybe even begin slowing your breath. Allowing yourself to bring awareness in, bring concentration in. And allow yourself to feel this, the clothes on your skin and the air on your skin. 
and hear the noises that are around you. Awakening your senses and connect with your heart, the area around your heart and bring to mind someone who you love deeply or connecting with something that you love about yourself practicing opening the heart and from this place of connectivity and awakened senses Imagine in your life that you have a year to live. One year left on this earth. And just sense what would matter to you. What would you want to do? What would you want to experience? What would be the deep intention that was guiding you through that year, this last year on earth? Trusting what comes up, trusting your experience. And now you have a month to live. You might sense what you do, what activities, what you'd want to experience. What is the underlying and deep intention that was guiding you through this month? How would the compass of your heart be guiding you? And now you have a week, one week left. And let that be real. See if you can put yourself into that, like really one week left on this earth. And sensing what you'd want to do and experience. And now you have a day, one day. What would you want to do? What would you want to experience on this last day walking on this earth? What's the longing in your heart? 
What's the longing in your heart? And now you have just a few moments, a few last moments, a few last breaths. And just sense what matters most to you in these last few moments, right here. What does your heart long for? What is it that you most want to experience? What is it that you most want to know, realize, trust in your last few breaths on this earth? Feel it right here in your body. Feel it right here in your heart. What are you longing for? And let it be as big as it is. Let it fill you up fully. Almost like a sponge, let yourself be absorbed by it. Surrender into it. Let it fill your entire world as you become what you're longing for. As you become what you are longing for. As you become what you are longing for. Feel it. Feel it fully. And let's take a breath together. And ask yourself, If I was to live from this place, from this deep heartfelt longing, what would my actions be today? What words would come out of my mouth? What thoughts would I have? How would I act or treat others? What things would I do with my time? If I were intimate with this longing, if I walked this earth with this longing at the forefront, how would I show up today, tomorrow, each day of my sacred life. And maybe even get more specific, what's one thing that you would do today, actually? 
and think about something that you might want to do. Maybe you'll call your parent or maybe you'll write a letter to your best friend or maybe you'll meditate or maybe you'll play music, whatever it is. Maybe you'll dance in the sunlight. Trust that the more intimate you become with this longing, the more it impacts your every move as you walk on this earth. And we can take a deep breath together again. If your eyes are closed, you can open them. Maybe pause this and make a note of what came up. Make a note of what that longing is. And then share it with me. I would love to hear, I love to hear what comes up when this meditation Um, when people go through this meditation. So you can go to my website, KimberlyCoaching.com and contact me on the contact page. You can email me at KimberlyEliseJohnson at gmail.com. That's also on my website. If this podcast impacted you in any way, you can hop over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. I really want to suggest that you take this longing into your day-to-day, that you share with others what came up for you, that you bring it into your real life. The time is now. How you act matters now. What you do today matters now, for it creates your next moment. And life is that sacred. If we're honest with ourselves, our death is this close. And with that knowledge, what are you going to make of your life today here? You are all so amazing. I am so, so grateful for this podcast. Hmm. Until next time.